podcast family welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving today we're in psalm 101 and i'll be reading from the new american standard bible and it reads i will sing of mercy and justice to you lord i will sing praises i will carefully attend to the blameless way when will you come to me i will walk with my within my house in the integrity of my heart I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. I shall not, it shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall leave me. I will know no evil. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. I will not endure one who is haughty, who has a haughty look and an arrogant heart. My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land that they may dwell with me. One who walks in a blameless way is the one who will serve me. One who practices deceit shall not dwell within my house. One who speaks lies shall not maintain his position before me. Every morning I will destroy all the wicked of the land so as to eliminate from the city of the Lord all those who do injustice. Guess what? David wrote this. (laughs) We have a psalm by David. So which category do you think this one falls in? We've not had this particular psalm um, category of psalm for a while. So guess. I'll give you a hint. David, as king, is pledging to God about how he's going to govern his kingdom. Did that help you? (laughs) Therefore, this is a psalm of royalty. Remember those? Royalty, where it talks about Um, the king's enthronement and his loyalty to God. David acknowledges first, right, that God is a God of justice. Then immediately in verse 2, David begins to tell God how he, he being David, will govern govern the kingdom of Israel, that he will attend um, to a blameless way. In translation, that he will live a blameless life, um, setting the example for his fellow country to follow. Right? Now, we know that David fell short, as we all do, but we'll get to that later. At least that was his intent. For the rest of the psalm, David addresses how he will, you know, be that example by maintaining integrity, right? And being careful with what he sees. Now, Let's stop right there. What do you think David could have been referring to with that statement? (laughs) Recall that he saw Bathsheba bathing. That it was his sight, what he saw, that led him to doing what he did, raping her, lying, and then murdering her husband. So now he has a lessons learned sort of moment, and he understands the importance of being selective with what he sees. And is there a lesson for us in that? Absolutely. There's a lot of graphic stuff out here, right? And we don't need to be exposed to it. You know, yesterday I was in LA, I was at a store getting some hair care products. And it, is, it was on a street that I would consider, you know, an African-American area, I guess, because all of the shops that aligned both sides of the street, you know, they were African-American owned. But at one end of the street was a park. 
and there were people out in the park and there was music playing loud music that I could hear once I got out of the car and the music was vulgar and explicit everyone on the street could hear it now I was only there for you know a few seconds just to get out of my car and then go in the shop where you couldn't hear it and then come out and get in the car and then go but I can't imagine you know that type of music what it does to one's psyche when you're listening to it over and over and over again just as our eyes you know just we are to be just as careful with our eyes as David suggests as we are with our ears. Both our eyes and ears are windows into our mind and we must be selective about what comes in that way. Whether it be what we see, what we read, right? Watching on TV, movies, whatever, what we listen to, to be selective. Toward the end, David pledges to God. He reaffirms that he will set the example, right? And establish a just kingdom. And for the most part, David did. Remember, he was the one that united the 12, 12 tribes. And um, Israel was very prosperous under David's leadership. Of course, as we stated, David was human, as are you and I. And so it was unrealistic for him to even consider, you know, that he would live a blameless life. He had many missteps, right? And it's not the big ones. Little ones count as well. And he had missteps. We too have had and will continue to have missteps. But <clears throat> I have to give David, you know, big ups for at least striving to live blameless before God. We should at least try to get up and allow our lives to worship God, to bring him honor, to bring him glory. You know, you don't get up with the intention, well, I'm here and I'm going to fail, so then I'm just going to fail. You get up trying to do the best that you can. As a caregiver, you are setting an example for others to follow. What example are you setting? Are you asking for the Holy Spirit to help you? Then pledging that you will live a blameless life as best you can that God, the life that God has given you to, to live that blamelessly before him, taking care of his precious child, the person he's giving you charge over, doing all that you can to ensure that they're safe, loved, and well taken care of. That is the assignment that you've been given. And while you are not a king like David, you have influence over your surroundings. Are you caring with integrity? Are you faithful in this season to God and to your loved one? Learn from David today and set the example for others to follow who see you in this caregiving season. Sing to the Lord of his mercy and his justice and then live a life that is blameless before him. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to take into account what you have given us, the authority that you've given us in our lives, the people who you have surrounded us to care for as caregivers, as just friendships, spousal relationships, co-workers. We have responsibility 
And through your spirit who works in us, we have the agency in order to live as blameless of a life as we can, to to get up, to strive, to do right every day. And to not be so heartbroken, I guess, when we stumble. Because we know that we will, but we don't want to. Help us to take the same, I guess, notion that David did, that after he had a major slip, he realized that he needed you. And so he offered up his heart to you that he would govern your people with integrity. Help us to live this caregiving season with integrity, doing the very best that we can for our loved ones, coming to you when we need that extra dose of strength to make it through the day, but to get up every morning wanting to give you our best. Bless our loved ones, Lord. Free them from pain. Help them to recognize us, even if it's only for a moment. Give each caregiver a sweet memory of their loved one that they can always cherish within their hearts and help them to know just how much you love them. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my podcast family, realize that you have authority. God has given you responsibility. Now go and minister that responsibility in the name of Jesus.